All right, just one second. Recording. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, wherever you may be. This is a banquet of books. My name is Joni Leonard. I'm the facilitator, and I hope to come hoped to come in on my computer, but I wasn't able to. So I'm back on the telephone. Um, this is a banquet of books. We have a good time here. We welcome people here. People talk as as Alan wrote in his uh, reminder. We talk about old books, new books, anything that you've read that you've liked, that you disliked, um, any place where you've gotten it is fine. Um, and today is March 12th, 2023, and I'm glad to see the people that are here. People probably got confused with the time change. I did because what happened was that I'm in Arizona, and I thought we had to change our clocks even though we don't, but I thought we had to turn them backwards, and I turned my watch back, and so I thought I got an extra hour of sleep. It was fun. And then I found out that I wasn't supposed to, that my clock changes, my clocks stayed the same, and... um, so anyway, I finally so, learned the lesson. So, so humor me. What, what time is it in Arizona right now? I guess it's two minutes after two. Two minutes after two. Okay. All right. Thanks. We're on. We're yeah, on you're Pacific, Pacific time. You're Pacific time now. Okay, that's right. I got it. She just jumps back and forth between mountain and Pacific, depending upon what the rest of us are doing. Right. Indiana right. used to do that too. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. I just want to let you know that um, the, the, the next banquet will be April 9th, 2023. And I think I said everything I was supposed to say, didn't I, Alan? I think you did. That's a good thing. Um, well, I'm going to start by telling you about the books that I read. Um because I didn't write them down. I have them all in my memory. So anyway, the first book I'm going to talk about is called Wonder. Oh, and all the books that I've read, I've been reading so much Braille, thanks to Jana. She got me so hooked on my e-reader. I'm obsessed with it. So this book was called Wonder, and it's by J. Palacio, P-A-L-A-C-I-O. And it's, it's really, it's slated for elementary kids, but it's really for anybody. It's about a child who at birth had a lot of things I hate to say wrong with him, but he he basically 
had so many problems. And and the main thing is that his face was all misshapen. Uh, His nose was not where it should have been. And he had a lot of different... He had a hair lip. He had so many things. And the family worked very hard to get him the treatments that he needed. And he could see. His eyes were okay. But his speech was not too good. And this was from birth. But they decided they were going to give him the best care that they could. And they had all kinds of therapists and the family just there were times they had to rush him to the hospital and he was homeschooled until his mother decided that she was doing the homeschooling and she decided that it was just time for him to go to regular school. He has an older sister and um, she's four years older than he is. But she looks out for him, and the family, of course, is very, very supportive. But now he's going to a new school, and there are a lot of challenges for him. And and, uh, it's an extremely well-done book. It's well-written. You feel the pain that this child is going through the non-acceptance, which we know because of being blind, but it's 10 times worse for him because people look at his face and they turn away. They act like he's not there. Well, we know that that happens to us too. Um, But the book takes you through his fifth grade, I guess, at school, or the third grade, I forget now. But anyway, it goes through one school year, and then he goes to the middle school. Anyway, it's a super good read. Um, you'll be laughing and crying. I really recommend this. Um, it's really for anybody. Well, you'll laugh and cry through it. And I just loved it. So, again, the name of the book is Wonder by J. Palacio, P-A-L-A-C-I-O. The next book I'm going to talk about is called How to Sell a Haunted House by Grady Hendricks. That's G-R-A-D-Y. Hendricks, H-E-N-D-R-I-X. And this book, I didn't know what to think of it. It's horror. It's fantasy. um, It's about a family. I don't want to go too much into it, but it's where the parents have died. The mother was a puppeteer. And the puppets come back to haunt everybody. Ooh. That's just the beginning. 
it's it's really um it's a little confusing, but I ended up really liking it. I got scared a couple times. It got really, really scary, but then I was okay with it, and, and I'm glad I read it. One of my friends had recommended it. She was going to read it at the same time that I did, so I have yet to find out how she felt about it. So those are my two books. Thanks for listening. Any questions? Oh, I got them no. both from Bookshare. Did I say that? No. Uh, Not, none Wonder of those puppets. Is, yeah, Wonder is available on Bard, though, because I... I read it in an audio version there. And it is a very, um, it is a very good book. Um, I enjoyed it as well, Joni. Okay. Well, my, my question is, none of those puppets in that second book were clowns, were they? I don't, I don't like toy clowns. <laughs> they scare the hell out of me. I'll be honest with you. Yes. <laughs> No thanks to Stephen King and the book It. I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pennywise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was yeah. an evil clown for sure. No doubt about it. Okay, uh, Joni, you want me to call on people, or how do you want me to do this? Yes, please. I, I appreciate uh, that, Alan. Very much. Okay. Well, th- thank you for your two books. Let's see. Very welcome, Sally Rosenthal. Okay, um, the book I'm recommending is Crooked Street. It's by Priscilla Masters, M A S T E R S. It's. Recording. Oh, sorry. Excuse me? I'm sorry. Okay. I. That's okay. Um, it's Crooked Street by Priscilla Masters. It's a Kindle book. Um, Priscilla Masters writes two crime series. One is about police detective Joanna Piercy. That's what Crooked Street is from. Um, she's a DCI in Staffordshire, England, and this particular book deals with a bunch of loan sharks who start to hit on um, people in a really down-and-out part of town. Nice people, but just very down on their luck. And one of the loan sharks gets killed. Um, you don't know in the beginning that he gets killed. You think so because his wife calls um, the police department and complains that her husband is missing. And he has only been missing about four hours, and she's terrified that something happened to him. And it it goes on from there. It's very good characterization, good police procedural. Um, I I like Priscilla Masters a lot. I haven't read her in a long time, and I came across this one. Um, she does have some books on Bookshare, some in the Joanna Piercy series, and some in her other series, Martha Gunn. Martha Gunn is a forensic pathologist, and they're just as good, too. Um, you know, that they're kind of, well, not light reading and, and humorous, but they're kind of light detective fiction, um, well-plotted. Um, I really enjoy them. It's um, you know, it's a recommendation, and that's all I have. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, comments, Joni? Thank you, Sally. That sounds very good. Sure. Did you say Joni, I have, yeah. I have a question. Is wonder fiction or nonfiction? It's fiction. 
but it's based it's on an actual birth defect um, syndrome. He okay. actually has two that that um, okay. add for extra okay. complication for him. Um, two okay. birth defects that, that affected his um, growth. And, we can hardly hear you, Deanna. Oh, sorry. Um, they That's affected his better. growth, and so he's small in stature. They affected his appearance severely, and eventually they were also affecting his hearing because of the placement of his ears and that sort of thing were causing him difficulty, so he would have to wear hearing aids on top of everything else. Um, and so, he really didn't have ears that that people could see. So it was, his whole appearance was very um, upsetting. (laughs) Small children were frightened and and older children just treated him as a freak. And adults were frightened of him too. There's another book along those same lines, The Autobiography of a Face, by Lucy Greeley, G-R-E-A-L-Y. Um, it's autobiography. She had Ewing sarcoma, a very aggressive children's cancer, and her face was completely distorted, um, and she writes about it, how it impacted her childhood and her adulthood. I think it's on Bookshare. I read it about 20 years ago, but um, it's a good book. Okay. And Sally, okay. the book that you recommended sounds so good. I really want to read that. All right. Okay. David Fauché. All right. I'd like to do two books. The first one will be a plug, a shameless plug for the book that I will be hosting. And I'm sure Alan will be sending out the, the you know, the announcement. It is for any April's. day now. Yeah. Yes, it's for <laughs> April's. April's Journey Through History. I host that three times a year. Don Queen graciously allowed me to pick a history, uh, a historic fiction book three times a year. The book is called The Switchboard Soldiers, a novel by Jennifer Chiaverini. I've always heard it Chiaverini, but when I caught a podcast by uh, her, she pronounces it Chiaverini, and the number is DB109619. It deals with the telephone operator's or hello girls, as some people called them, during World War II. In 1917, when America went to war in Europe, General John J. Pershing was not pleased with the antiquate, what he felt antiquated French switchboard equipment and the lackadaisical manner of French telephone operators who might connect a call or might get bored and hang up in the middle. Anyway, he wanted America's top telephone operators to come to France he, they needed to be bilingual, very you know, easily conversant in French. Many of them had French nationality and grew up bilingual, and that was arranged. This book tells the story of three of them, Grace, Marie, and Valerie. We learn at the end of the book that Grace is based on a real person, but Valerie and Marie were fictionalized. So you, you, 
the target. You mean World War? You mean World War One, not World yeah. War Two, like oh, you said. <laughs> Where's my brain? It's the time change. <laughs> Sorry, it's all right. People are going to listen to this and think I'm crazy. Um, definitely World War Two. I got the date right though, 1917. De- definitely World War One. Yeah, yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some say, people yeah. will tell you World War Two is really World War One point two, but we'll yeah. get into that. And I'll, I'll conclude that by saying you learn how the the young ladies interact. They prefer the term signal core switchboard operators. If you read the book, you will find out in an author's note why it took 60 years for them to receive their army um, benefits. Surprise, Mm. surprise. I mean, (laughs) African-Americans had that same problem. African-Americans had that same problem with the GI Bill. Mm -hmm. And they wonder why some people even today are hesitant to join the armed services. You hear stories Mm. like that. The I can't imagine. I can't imagine why any female would prefer the term "signal core operators" over "hello girls." I mean, really? <laughs> they, they felt, uh, you know, uh, being a touch ironic there, but they felt it was more professional. Yeah, yeah. 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 Book. Let me find the other one. Hang on. Find- yeah, it makes them sound like I don't know, uh, geishas or prostitutes or <laughs> yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I was trying to find the book I wanted to. Helen Bowers, Living the Good Life at Any Age. My home, I'm sorry, my home at Walker Methodist. That's a DBC title. DBC, I'm sorry, 26528. And it's a very short book, under an hour. It basically is this elderly woman's reflections on her time at a um, retirement community and an assisted living community. I thought it was touching and interesting because while I'm not there yet, I'm at an age now where that isn't, you know, something that is decades and decades and decades and decades away. It's something I might have to think about in a decade or two. And it was interesting. It was, you know, it was a poignant because at the end of the book, her daughter puts a note in and explains that her mother had recently died, but they had wanted, you know, they had wanted to finish this project for her. So it is nonfiction and it is a DB. I'm sorry, a DB. Wait, what is that? It's one of the titles, DBC DBC. title that was added by a regional library. I believe it was out of Minnesota or maybe, no, Wisconsin. I'm sorry. She mentions Wisconsin and they're in Milwaukee, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Good job. Very good. Both of both those sound good. Yes, I'm. I'm looking forward to the uh, uh, the switchboard. The switchboard one for uh, uh, it, history. It's a bit long, yeah. just under 15 hours, but it does go fast. You know, oh, each, we can handle it. Yeah, each chapter right. is. She alternates. Each chapter is one of the girls. It's Maria Grace. I'm sorry, Marie Grace and Valerie, and it keeps okay. going that way. Marie Grace and Valerie over and over. So nice. you, you get you get it three ways. Excellent. Okay. See Deanna Noriega. Okay. Um, the first book that I want to talk about is called Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro. <laughs> and you would think with Kazuo Ishiguro that that it would be something Japanese, but it's not. It's set in England in a future time it's not clear exactly when or even an alternative an alternative reality because what is happening and happening is it's following um a young girl who's at a 
school that has both boys and girls. And it's about the dynamics of them. Um, someone's... Somebody's echoing, maybe? I'm sorry, that's not... Okay. It's my the home doorbell. Okay. Door. <laughs> okay. Um, so um, it's about a group of, of school kids and they're growing up in their teens and they're leaving the school and you slowly realize that this just isn't like an English, um, pub, you know, the, the schools that wealthy people send their children away to. This is a school that is raising young people who are clones and their ultimate destiny is to be organ donors and yeah so it's it's rather dark in places it's sometimes funny because they're young and idealistic and there's the you know the clicks and all the things that kids get into and it isn't until they're um the main characters are in their 30s that that you understand that most of them will never live to be 40 because by then they will have donated as many as three organs and eventually they they die um so it's it's a rather dark book and then db number is 59667 and uh kazuo is spelled k-a-z-u-o and ishiguro is i-s-h-i G-U-R-O. So that was the first book. And as you said, it's a little bit hard to read, even though some of it is sweet and some of it is funny, um, as all uh, books about children and young adults are. Um, and it has all of the elements of, of a large school where the teachers and the students are the only characters you don't see other adults involved in it um so the next book is um the house of kennedy by james patterson and cynthia and i can't read what i wrote for her last name <laughs> but i can give you the db number it's one zero 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 six nine and it basically um, is a, a multi-generational saga from um, Joseph Kennedy in in his youth and um, the whole up to the present um, Kennedy family, Kennedy culture, Kennedy expectations, and how tragic that most of it ends up for them um it you know their money and their their determination to serve the country and all of that it it just seems like there's almost a curse on the family because of all the tragedies that it encompasses so that one is another dark book and i got finished with those two so then i thought i need to read something light because these are too heavy <laughs> to read back to back but that's what i read other than the book clubs that we all see each other in. Okay. Thank well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Deanna. And welcome Deborah Kendrick. Do you have a book you want to talk about? I do. Thank you. Um, 
I, you know, thank you for letting me crash the party. I, I see this yeah. now and then, and I think that sounds like a good one to go to. And today I remembered, um, and I pulled up two books really quickly that I've read very recently when I got the format of what you all are doing. Um, the first one is called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. The author is Gabrielle Zevin, Z-E-V-I-N, and it's on Bard. The book number is one DB109032. I read this book because a friend of mine mixed me up with someone else and sent me a message and said, thank you so much for recommending this book because I loved it. Well, I'd never heard of it. So I went and found it. And um, I, if you have adult children or friends who play video games, this, and, and I do, my children have played video games. Some of them have for 20 years. And this gave me a whole new perspective on what that world is all about and actually gave me much, much, much more respect for gaming and writing, creating games as a real art form. The, and and if, if you think, if you're, you know, thinking, oh, that just sounds dreadful. I don't want to read a book about video games. It's really not. It's, it's a book about characters two kids who meet when they're 12 one has a disability it's a lot about the disability and about acceptance and integration and um and it's also uh all, all of the characters are asian or partly asian so it's there's a lot about acceptance and belonging but it happens that what their focus is, is creating video games and becoming very wealthy, by the way. Um, it's really good. The characters were just so deep and complex and the relationships so beautiful. I just really recommend it. The other, <clears throat> the other one is I just read this morning in a flash. It's very short. And um, as some of you may know we lost Judy Human last week, who um, is sometimes referred to as the mother of disability rights. Uh, she was a woman who had polio as a baby and was not allowed to go to school in New York. Um, wound up leading, if you've seen the movie Crip Camp, then you know about her, or if you know about the sit-in protest, in the federal building in San Francisco in 1977 that was led by her. She wrote two books in 21, which is kind of uh, chilling, you know, maybe you think, well, I guess she knew maybe the end was coming. Um, but I'm, I had downloaded the adult memoir called Being Human but I haven't started it yet. What I read this morning was her young adult. It says for grades six to nine, I guess, although I, I enjoyed it and I'm not in grade six or nine, but, <laughs> um, but it was a way it's, it's only four hours long as a talking book and um, is a way of getting her life story and quickly. Um, 
the title of the book is Rolling Warrior, the incredible, sometimes awkward, true story of a rebel girl on wheels who helped spark a revolution. And it's by Judy Human, which is H-E-U-M-A-N-N. And uh, the book number was under my fingers, but flashed away. Um, DB105457. And as I said, it's only four hours long, so <clears throat> you can kind of read it in one sitting. Um, and I don't know if it's if you're allowed to comment on what other people have done, but since I'm new, I'm going to, you know, take the privilege of doing that. And I just want to say, Sally, I swear you and I are psychically linked. I, I read <laughs> Autobiography of a Face 20 years ago, back when oh, wow. the, the only access we had to download books was Overdrive. And I loved that book. But one thing, it, it's one of my all-time lifelong favorites. Um, but one thing that you didn't mention, which is how I discovered it, was that she was Ann Patchett's best friend. Yeah, and yeah. Ann Patchett wrote a book that kind of covers the same time period um, called, I think it's called Truth and Beauty. And it's got a subtitle. Yeah. It's like The Life of a Friendship or something like that. I mean, it's been 20 years. Yeah. So did, did she not pass yeah. a few years ago? She did. It's, yeah, she it's did. more than a few, more than yeah. a few. It's been quite a yeah. long while. Oh, gosh, she was just remarkable just a remarkable writer um anyway and um and david i can't wait to read switchboard and i wanted to ask her jennifer's name was familiar to me has she written other books do you know yes yes she wrote one about ada lovelace called enchantress of numbers she wrote one about john wilkes booth if memory serves and she did that whole elm creek elm sorry elm creek quilter series which is how she got her start Okay. 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 Well, looking forward. Thank you. Got to read the one about Ada Lovelace. And excellent summaries, Deborah. And you aren't crashing anything. Everybody's welcome at any accessible oral book group, especially a banquet. So uh, we're glad you were. We're glad you were able to come and 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 give us two two excellent titles and stuff. So very very good comments. Thank you. Absolutely. And being the facilitator, I totally. And completely agree. We love when people come in. We're so glad that you came in today. Never feel like you're crashing any party. This, well, thank particularly you. in Bangkok. Thank you, Joni. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Jana Latrell, you're up. Um, okay. My book is called The Stationery Shop by Marjan Kamali. It's M A R J A N. The last name is K-A-M-A-L-I, and it's DB96357. This book has a dual timeline. It takes place in 1953 in Iran and in 2013 in the United States. The main characters' first names are Roya, Roya and Bauman, and they meet in a stationery shop and fall in love in Iran in, in 1953. Bauman is a real supporter of Prime Minister Mohammad Mossadegh, 
And this book talks a lot about the riots that take place among the communists and the supporters of the Shah and the supporters of the prime minister who is uh, who these couple is supporting. Um, the couple is supposed to be getting married and they don't end up doing that. They're supposed to meet at a certain place and he does not show up. Um, they both end up in the United States 50 years later, and she finds him and discovers what went wrong. So I'm leaving a lot out because I'm leaving out the, the parts that I think are the kind of the somewhat part of the meat of the matter and, and that are really worth worth reading that I don't want to give away. But anyway, this book is talks a lot about the Iran culture and politics of the 1950s, which were very interesting. And it's also about love and reconciliation and forgiveness. It's a really, I think it's a great book. I enjoyed it very much. So it's The Stationery Shop by Marjan Kamali, and it's DB96357. And that's Excellent. it. Thank you very much. Joni, Thank comments. you so much, Jenna, my wonderful teacher. I couldn't have done it without you, Jenna. <laughs> okay. Except uh, you had me obsessing on my e-reader. But I'm <laughs> glad to hear that. That's great. And I'm back to Braille again. So thank you. And that sounds Sh like very well. all the books today are so good. Jerry okay. Wells. Okay, um, my book is an older book. It's called Family Pictures by Jane Green, and that's spelled just the way you would think. And the DB number is 76673. This is a psychological family drama book that I thought was just incredible. Um, it's about two families, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. And I unfortunately can't say too much about what's going to happen or it'll give too much away. You're going to pick up on what you think the crisis is going to become pretty early. And the tension that builds while you're waiting for things to fall apart is part of the pleasure of reading the book. And then once things do fall apart, it's really interesting to see how the different characters handle it and how they grow or, or grow not so much. And I thought it was a real page turner, and I really liked it. So again, that's Family Pictures by Jane Green, DB76673. And I want to mention briefly that the book for novel ideas this Friday is called Defending Britta Stein. Uh, don't, 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 don't go into a lot of details. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm just going to say it's wonderful. It caught me from the first half hour, yeah, 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 and sure. I'm only three hours in, and I... I can't wait to be you know to continue uh, right. and it's, it's awesome it's going to be one of the best books i've read this year i think so i won't say much more i'll leave yeah. it for you thanks i finished it it's really great yeah good okay Any, anything else nope that's it okay that sounds good joni comments thanks sherry and you know it's very interesting about books with the same title it drives you crazy because I was looking for fam because I had read your thing on DV DB oh. review. Yes, there is and another one. Looking, yep. And of course, now that I'm reading so much Braille, I wanted to read it in Braille. And I got a family pictures, but it wasn't by Jane Green. <laughs> and I didn't exactly know how to get out of it. 
Although yes. Janet is so fantastic, and I had spoken with her about how to get out of books that you've deleted and that still show up on your e-reader, and she's terrific. Anyway, so was the other family um, pictures book any good, or didn't you start it? I didn't read it. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. Okay. I think I deleted it. You'll like this one, that. I think. So. I'm wondering if I have read it. It sounds so familiar from your um You might have. It's an older, certainly an older book. Okay. All right. Well, oh, thank I, you. I've called on everybody except for me, so I'm I'm going to go and I'm I'm I, I'm like I haven't read as much as Sherry has of defending Brenda Stein, but I thought okay, yeah, I'll give a plug for novel ideas that you know we meet this coming Friday. And that is the book uh, that we're discussing, Defender Britta Stein, a novel. Let's see, the DB number is 110534. And, I, you know, this is going to be great. I can, I can just tell from the beginning. Y'all know I like strong women characters, and, and uh, I, I wouldn't want to have messed with Britta Stein. I mean, she, <laughs> she's, I mean, she's. The gist of the book is there's this Danish guy in Chicago that has a restaurant and he's about to be honored for whatever he did in World War II, supposedly to help, you know, the, uh, the, the, the Jews and stuff in Denmark. And I think Britta Stein's got a different take on the, 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 the real facts of what actually happened. And she's been painting things on her on his restaurant uh, accusing him of being a you know a Nazi sympathizer, et, et cetera, and stuff. And uh, uh, so it, it, it's the, the the case is about def- defending her from those actions and stuff. And uh, I, I I like good legal books anyway. I mean, I I thought I was going to study law at one point in time. I, I'm very I'm very analytical, and uh, th- this this gets into a lot of the legal stuff too. It seems like mm-hmm. and. Uh, her her attorney is is a woman that I think is is really gonna Catherine I think her name's Catherine, yeah, Catherine yeah, but uh, yeah and I, I really think I'm gonna like that character and uh, it, it's it's just gonna be it's gonna be a very good story and and I'd read something positive about it on DB Review as well I think somebody posted about it a while back but uh, hmm. uh, yeah yeah I, so that this this is gonna be a good one I can tell and it's let's see it's narrated by Gabra Zachman. Who, who does a very good job with the narration, and it's written by Ronald H. Balson. I think I got that right. Uh, yeah, and, uh, Balson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's eleven hours and forty-eight minutes long. So, uh, defending Britta Stein. Everybody needs to read it and get your fannies to novel ideas this Friday at eight p.m. Eastern. So there you go. Well, I'm glad to hear Sally say that it's good, so we won't be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna yeah. be great. Yeah. Oh, I just wondered about her. I discovered about halfway through that book that I had read another book by him that was also about going after Nazis. Oh, that's good to know. I, I, based on what I've read so far, I'll go get it. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it. I can't say I, I know a lot about Denmark and stuff. So, yeah, I, right. I, I always enjoy books that, that where you get a little taste of other cultures and stuff, too. So I assume that's going to mm-hmm. probably happen in this as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I finished it. And a lot of it is based on historical fact, although, of course, the characters she's describing are fictitious. But right. yeah. what was happening in Denmark at that time and what 
um, how it impacted them, the, the war and everything is is do- well-documented history. Excellent. Good deal. All right. Well, uh, that's everybody's had a turn. So, Joni, uh, whatever you'll see, the t- it is it's 18 till the hour. And uh, so you decide what you want to do next uh, or say goodbye. Well, um, if anybody wants to stay around and talk for the next 18 minutes, that'll be <laughs> fine with me. All right. Well, I'm going to make somebody else. Jan, you want to be a uh, uh, facilitator, moderator, host, whatever it's called? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. All right. There we go. I'm going to make you host. Let's see. Make host. Yes, I want that I could have discussed, but I okay. don't know right. where I put it. Jana Latrell is now host. I'm getting ready to go uh, be picked up to go eat at my brother's. So there you go. <laughs> go mm, have, have good fun. dinner. Bon appetit. Yeah. yeah. Thank y'all. And uh, as okay. always, I thoroughly enjoyed Banquet. And I, it's always good to get new reading ideas and talking with a fine group of people. So there we go. So y'all, right. y'all take care. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. And I hope if you sprang forward that uh, you were able to catch, get your hour of sleep back at some point in time. So, <laughs> All right. Y'all take care. Okay. Thank you, Ellen. And right. Thank okay. you for doing all that you do for us. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Go look through my cards here. I always write everything well, down. I also <laughs> I started, a, started a book on, uh, of course, on, from Bookshare on my e-reader by Shalini Boland, and I really, really enjoy her books. It's called My Little Girl. And I know that Jana likes Shalini, and uh, it seems like it's going to be pretty good. I like her a lot, too. The only book by her that I didn't like was the one that we read for a book club, and I can't think what the name of it was. The Best Friend. The Best Friend. Yeah. And I thought yeah. that was so good. I love that. I I thought it was not one of her best, but she is very, very good. This is Deborah, and um, <clears throat> I've been muted because... I'm eating my dinner, but <laughs> um, I think I think it was Deanna who mentioned the Issue Guru book, mm-hmm. and um, oh my gosh, a couple years ago, I haven't read that one, but I read most of. I think it's called Clara and the Sun. And the Sun. And ah, yeah. uh, yes, that's I where. Just, yeah, I, I read decided that, one. that author is not for me. It just gave me the willies. It and the book you described sounds worse. <laughs> yeah, well, it it Ugh. actually it makes you think about ethics, and it's something that we often don't do any thinking about until it's too late. <laughs> as yeah. a as a race, yeah. human beings do not right. think ahead very far. Right. True story. So, yeah. you know, all the modern <clears throat> medicine and everything um, makes it seem like, well, you know, you can just go pop in somebody else's organ 
<laughs> we've had a few um, speculations on that one, but actually creating children, you know, in and raising them in artificial wombs just so you can cut them up for their body yeah. parts. Yeah. It's, it's, but people have justified all kinds of other things that were terribly inhumane. And I mean, you know, all of the laboratory animals that have been sacrificed to, by companies to produce beauty products and stuff. <laughs> As a reader, yeah. though, when you when you put that kind of topic in the hands of a really gifted writer, then mm-hmm. it you know there's so much more potential for just being really horrified and scared and everything. And it, it makes so I would rather read that kind of subject handled by a a schmaltzy writer probably 40 years ago um my kids were really little and my husband and i would listen in in the car i would take my big old talking book cassette player and we'd listen to cassette books while driving on vacation and Actually, maybe it was even before kids, because I don't think we would have listened to this with kids in the car. Anyway, (laughs) there was this terrible book called The Edict. I should look it up. I don't know if it's on Barden. I don't remember who wrote it. It's really but it's it's so badly done. So it's a similar similar kind of topic, not quite the same, but it's like nobody's allowed to have children anymore. And so this couple decide to have a baby, they're going to break all the rules. And so they live underground, like in some kind of crawl space for the whole nine months of her pregnancy. And, and that, oh, because they have pretend babies to keep everybody happy. They have mechanical babies and they'll say, oh, there's something wrong with my toddler today. And then they screw off the head and set something right and screw it back on. Anyway, but I'd rather read something like that that kind of makes me think about the the horrors of the future, but is so badly done it doesn't scare me. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing is is just humanity does not have a good track record of thinking about other living beings. So, and they have done it time and time again about um treating racial groups unfairly um and making them subhuman so it's not too not too hard to believe that if they produce them in a laboratory that people wouldn't think of them as as totally human I'm going to stop the recording because I think whoever edits this is going to edit this part out so sure but keep, but keep going <laughs> So that's that's the thing that kept me reading it, even though I, at times I was very distressed at what was going on. And um, the children didn't even have last names like 